What's up, everybody? Hello. Welcome to Ask Broman episode 114 with Blessius. Uh, this has been uh, an episode that I have been looking for. I'm going to cover your face for a second, I bet, with my play my playlist here. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, gosh. It always does that. Uh, yeah. I've been wanting to. This is. Um, so I'm having Paul help me with guests. And Paul, like, had this huge list of people. And I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, everyone that I should be asking. And I can't. I don't have brain space to remember. So, like, Blessius, if you don't know, is an incredible content creator. He absolutely destroys himself every year for the kids during our charity marathon. I'm happy to see that his face has recovered from this year. <laughs> um, which is just, you know, it's always you never know how it's going to go uh with uh with all of that so i have hair this year yeah i have hair this year so anyway <laughs> uh bless you just give you give everybody a little intro if they don't know who you are what you do sure and uh yo uh, i just want to say thank you for having me this is a, a huge honor and uh yeah my all name mine. is blessius and uh i make a uh, silly content that is never taken seriously on youtube and twitch and uh yeah that's basically it i just like to <laughs> meme and uh yeah, that's you make basically a, you it. make a lot of memes like um, <laughs> like like every time I open up Twitter, you have some video of you doing voiceovers for characters or like just ev- like everything you do is like I feel like your intent is to make people laugh or just take a second and not take everything so seriously. Yeah, is I that- think the only thing I take serious is my taxes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck taxes. um taxes can can fuck off man uh but i do yeah i get that i get that so bless so so we we've never really talked like most people on here i have uh an idea of their background but now we're getting into folks where i like i have no idea so like what got you started making content what got you interested initially yeah so um before i did uh youtube or twitch um i got hired straight out of high school uh in radio and what I would do is like I, my first job was like making audio commercials. So like just producing things and then I got to voice things. And then out of that, uh, I did just a stint in just like voice acting. And it was very hard, but I got a, a, a gig in Wasteland 2. Okay. I was a character in that game. I was like a weird <laughs> priest. And then um, 2015, or I, uh, I started making stupid just very meme YouTube videos. Uh, and I was really just inspired by like Markiplier and like Mr. Fruit and, you know, highly edited videos like uh, angry uh, video game nerd and John Tron at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, I was like, Oh, what can I do to make myself like a little bit different? And so I was like, what if every video is like a John Tron or angry video game nerd, highly edited video, but it's like Mr. Fruit or Markiplier. And that's how it kind of just started. And that's five years ago this month. Holy shit. Yeah. Five years yeah. is a long time. Yeah. Five years at the same job. No raises. No, yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Um, you're always, you always have to go out there and you have to earn it. I've been doing yeah. it for eight years and it doesn't get any easier. Um, <laughs> you know, it starts to wear on you after a while. Uh, so, so that, that's kind of, that was like your philosophy in developing like your style of what you wanted to make. So what, like, what was your first video like? 
Oh, so it was horrible. It, mine it was, was nice uh, too. It's gone now, but it was bad. <laughs> I left mine up. Well, actually, uh, back in 2012, I it's the same YouTube channel. It was called originally called the Backroom Gaming Couch. It was my best friend Max okay. and I, and we basically were just copying Game Grumps, and nothing worked. Nothing worked. And then so the first video is Blessius uh, was well, um, like uh, I moved around a lot my entire. Uh, like just childhood and life. And uh, I took a job in Virginia Beach for uh, radio. I met my uh, now wife and uh, that year she was deployed. And so I was like, man, I'm bored. You know, I wish I had buds because, you know, I'm all alone basically. Yeah. Right. And so I had just the philosophy of just like making a destiny video, but it's like your best friend hanging out on the couch with you. And it was like that, but just like shooting guns and destiny. Yeah. And so it was like hopscotch pilgrim. <laughs> yeah and then uh the second one was like a very bad you know uh sarah mclaughlin in the arms of angel but gallahorn before it went away originally before taking king and it was just like a mixed bag of just like things i hope no one ever took serious <laughs> so so that that's how you got started making content what got you onto twitch um i was doing both the same time okay so you started everything all at the same time yeah, it was definitely the same time. I remember my first stream was Fallout 4 when that came out. Okay. Uh, and then uh, just YouTube just was better. And so up until probably uh, last year, I was more YouTube than Twitch. But now I'd say I'm more Twitch than YouTube. Just hmm. because I enjoy it. I don't know if it's like the radio background or whatever. But I just, it's it's also because I probably moved a lot. So I view chat as not my therapist, but as like a bud yeah. that I can vent to, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Um, I think like, at least for me, like talk therapy was a huge part of my life growing up. So I definitely feel like that, that connection when, when I can just sort of talk and share whatever's going on and people connect with it, it really like builds, like it builds strong community. It's really cool to see and to share like, you know, your successes and your failures with people. I think that's one of the things that makes streaming so unique. Uh, especially since we're playing games and we all fail when we're playing video games all the time. Right. Like it's not uh, it's not like YouTube where you're only going to see the successful moments of somebody's gameplay. Um, you know, streaming is like every day. So you might not see, you know, you're going to see maybe some less successful moments in people's life too. you know, moments where they're tired or exhausted or stressed out or angry. And I think yeah. that kind of accepting that as part of the whole stew of, of what goes into to streaming Um is is what makes like every channel unique um yeah, 100 yeah absolutely what was so you make a lot of destiny content what pulled you into destiny um so oh man this is gonna sound so cheesy um <laughs> uh back in 2015 like i said my uh my then girlfriend but actually fiance at the time you know she uh, got deployed i was all alone in virginia beach and uh, she had uh, uh, a girlfriend of hers that her boyfriend played Destiny. And I was like, oh, well, I, I dabble in Destiny. And then it was like before House of Wolves. I'm like, oh, and I just got really sucked into it. And uh, I was like, oh, I just I, I want to try to make it make something of it. And uh, it started with Destiny. But I will say I, I, I've always been vocal. Uh, I've always tried to be Destiny and Destiny and just because, mm. you know, I think like uh, I don't know how people that just like 100 percent that game are sane because, man, I can only do 
so much. Only so much. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. it that like back in the day when like I was really addicted to Destiny when you know House of Wolves came out and Taken King before you know Destiny was a job or anything. Yeah, um, I was really head over heels with it, but yeah, that's basically kind of how I started, and yeah, it's a weird snowball. <laughs> no, totally. Um, what is one of your favorite memories from streaming? Oh. Um, yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, just one of them doesn't I, have to be your most favorite. I think, no, I think it would be, uh, probably, oh no, 100%, uh, the, the time that, uh, Pokemon let's go. You remember that? And like how it came out and people were like shiny hunting and it was just like different yeah. and it was just like, there was an excitement to it. And I think like, just like a friend group of like me and uh, two other guys were like trying to do it at the same time. And like, they're always like, Hey, this person never got this. And like this person went so long without getting that, that shiny Dragonite or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, it was like small victories and it was different. It was a nice break from destiny. I, it was a nice little community thing too. Oh my gosh. Pokemon go. That's still good. Is that still going like strong? That's still going. That is yeah. still going. And People it's like love updated. There's shit. Pokemon battles now. Oh, I need to get yeah. back into Pokemon. When they open up Disney World again, I'm going to go there. and I'm going to catch all those motherfucking Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, that place. Like, listen, Disney World is like it's like crack for Pokemon Go. Like you can't. Oh, really? Oh, there's so much shit. Like everything's a goddamn uh, stop where you do the spinny. Or there's like fucking arenas that are like it's ridiculous inside the parks. It's absolutely insane. So it's definitely awesome. a pay to play situation, which is horseshit. <laughs> and I can't believe Pokemon <laughs> Go would do that. Like, come on, Disney. Like, pff, what gives them the right? What gives them the right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I am really excited. Um, I'm really excited to get back into Pokemon Go and go to Disney World when it opens back up. All my stuff signed up. Um, There's nothing like 2016 Pokemon Go when it, that was when literal. It first, is it four crack. years old right now? Yeah, 2016. Yeah, I snuck into golf courses to get one of those like because Pokemon like you could track. Four years old. There used to be what a website fuck? that you could pull up and it would tell you where the rare Pokemon were. Oh so my I'd God. be like, I would like tell my wife like, "Hey, there's a Jigglypuff in that golf like fucking golf club. course," and I yeah. would like, I would like go <laughs> over there, and she's like, "Hey, take my phone." And I was like, I, those were some good times. Yeah, that's amazing. So when you stream Pokemon Go, did you have like that whole backpack set up or? Oh, no, no. I played Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, ah, yeah, I know. Po OK, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stupid, bud. <clears throat> no, no, me. Pokemon Let's Go was was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't definitely. know. I don't know why I went to Pokemon Go, but I, I guess they were linked the together, right? Yeah, they are. You yeah. could link all your shit. They just had the four-year anniversary event. Man, chat's smart. Um, what? So, so aside from Destiny, um, when you like, what are your favorite kind of like single-player games to stream? Like, what uh, do you and, like? I, I know this sounds super shilly, but like anything from Nintendo, man. Like Zelda, oh, that's Mario. That's right. Like, You're a big just, Nintendo guy. Yeah, yeah. Anything from them, man. Uh, except Kirby. Kirby's a little too easy. But like, um, I, I think. Uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima was just amazing. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven R was great, but I think my favorite game of like the past ten years is Breath of the Wild. I just I that game was just my gamer crack. What man. do you say to people who don't like that uh, game? I know a lot of people don't. It's like like uh, there's no because dungeon. stuff breaks. 
I got used to it. But I I don't like I don't know. I don't feel like that's my debate. I'm just like, yeah, I like it, but whatever. You know, like that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. I'm like, uh, yeah, I can see why I don't like it. Yeah, just get the master sword forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forehead. Um Okay. Sorry, I'm like No, it's trying to, I'm still trying to focus up. Um man, what is the name of the Pokemon Go website? Is it unnecessary anymore? I'm going to ask that because people are like later they're going to be like, "What is it?" Uh? Do you remember? He's fucking oh, bringing oh, it up right now. Oh, the old website. Oh, no. Uh, like the one that showed you where the Pokemon yeah, yeah, were? Yeah, yeah, Or is that... Um, I don't remember. It was... Uh, I think, like, it was a website, and then it was an app. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, that thing got banned within, like, the first month <laughs> of oh, it. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, I could see why maybe they would do yeah, that. Yeah, I think Niantic put a big cease and desist on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish it was still around. I'd probably still be into it. Yeah. So, when... Was there a moment when you were like, this is when I can take things full time? Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember it was. Um, so when I moved to Memphis with uh, my wife, um, she got stationed. Uh, it's a military base called Millington, but it's essentially uh, uh, Memphis. And uh, she was there for the Navy. And at the time, I was just trying to do voiceovers. But, I, you know, it was just very hard with all the moving. So I got a job at a restaurant and I hated it. I absolutely hated it because, you know, my background is radio and dude, like if you're in radio and you lose your job, there is nothing that's like, oh, you worked in radio. Yeah, you can do this. You know, it's just like, no, it's back to like, <laughs> yeah, and so like, I was working uh, hard. It's not like an easy transferable skill, right? Right. But yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. there is no transferable skill there. Oh, yeah. you can work at the drive through mic pretty good. Uh, yeah. Please keep it going faster. Ouch. Yeah. Hey, I did it. I did it. And, uh, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, that's what I just was doing. I was working at this, uh, uh, restaurant opening at like 5 a.m. I absolutely hated it. All I did all day was daydream about videos to make on YouTube. And like, I remember I would like message people like, Hey, could you do like, like record a video for me for this video? And like, I would, uh, I remember just like going home uh, spending time with my wife, you know, making food. Uh, and then nine o'clock, I would go stream for like two, three hours. And then, you know, it's like close to midnight at that time. And I would edit out a video and then have it scheduled by 2 a.m., wake up at four. And I was, I at the time, I loved it. The thing I hated was that job mm. that was working. And uh, I remember it was around the time Rise of Iron came out. Like right after Rise of Iron came out. And I thought, okay, I can do this full time. And I got my wife's blessing. And um, I remember before I talked to that, like talked to her, I talked to like some content creators and they're like, don't do it, man. Uh, don't do it. It's a lot I'm of like, work. Well, I was like, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. Screw you. Like that's how yeah. I was because yeah. like, you know. You almost have and, to have that attitude. You almost have to be like half insane to think that what we're going to do is going to turn out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, because everybody starts at zero, right? So yeah. so if you don't know what's like going on, um, like if, if you don't realize like everybody starts from that point, you have to work really hard. Like you have to be a little bit insane. You have to think you literally have to believe I'm going to make content that's so good that people will want to watch it and pay me for it. And that's like yeah. a crazy thing to think when you're at zero followers everywhere. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Totally. 100%. Um, uh, on the opposite of that. Sure. Um, I will say that I, I kind of, we kind of talked about this before, but like, um, uh, like the, the, the strain on my mental health that uh, right. YouTube and Twitch has done is, is kind of crazy. And, sure. uh, when I worked in radio, man, radio, um, markets could or could not be measured so imagine you know you're live you don't you can't know your numbers you don't know you're not on a radio yeah right and so like how do you make a proposal you have to bs it in like especially small markets like we're the number one radio station and so like and then you and even if you are ranked you go like what six months without knowing like here's our numbers from six months ago yeah and so but here you know when you're failing you know when you suck you know when you're doing well and right. uh, sometimes you can get in your mental health. Well, you know, today's a really good day, but like these past five days and then like, will tomorrow be a bad day? And it uh, just seeing the numbers. And also, you know, there's also a thing in uh, this where like you're not supposed to and it's not healthy to. But you compare yourself a lot. At least. Oh, I, yeah, I do. Well, and I mean, I, that's uh, we, we talked about that a really long time ago. Comparison on a podcast I used to do with T-Rex called Streaming 101, and we actually brought on Co-Carnage a long time ago. And I'll never forget, like, we were talking about that. We were talking about how this is right when Twitch introduced the option for you to hide your viewership by, like, double-clicking it. And we were talking about the value of that, and he said all of the data is super important um, that you can gather from Twitch, right? Like, your viewers and stuff. But he said the problem is, is when you stop looking at it like data and you start looking at it like your personal value. And that's like, that's the problem is we're really emotionally invested in our work as, as creative type people. But when you have to put on that, like data scientist hat, you can't, you can't feel things about what you're looking at because it's just data and it's just there to help teach you it's not there to be, you know, a success or fail. It's not a pass fail yeah. on uh, on that stuff. That's I mean, I I feel like, uh, you know, this year has been a hard year for everyone. And sure. uh, it's definitely brought out a lot of, you know, people who stream or people who are really active on on Twitter or Reddit. You basically have like a finger on the active nerve of the Internet. And like that, you know, when everybody's chill and, you know, the world seems okay, you can kind of make whatever you want. And I think what I have been learning throughout this pandemic and this quarantine has been when like I've I've never had to know how to operate my stream when the whole world's falling apart. And it's completely different. Like you can't be like, "Hey, chat, what's what's going on today?" Everyone's like, "Shit sucks," and you're like, "Yeah." Oh, <laughs> like yeah. even like even you know, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I'd have meetings and I'd be like, "How's everybody's day?" And then I was like, "Never mind." Uh, the same as the last. So so that's definitely been like a big change, and it's been like mentally stressful. How are you dealing with with that change? Um. For for me, I will say this: like, um, it's kind of weird because I, every time I bring up my wife, I mention she's you know missing. My wife uh, is stationed in Sasebo, Japan. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be there until next Christmas. So I, uh, 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 we moved out of our apartment right before like she had her like farewell tour to say goodbye to her, like her family and friends and yeah. get training and go 
And so during that time, uh, I get back from Japan and move in with my parents. So I'm lucky because my parents are, they're 69. Nice. But they turned 70 this year. And, uh, and you know, it, it you know, I, I'm lucky to spend that time with them. And they also, you know, I work stupid 12 hour days. They help with our dogs. And, uh, I, I'm very, I'm very lucky because yeah. like, Hey, if I, uh, you know, have a bad day, my mom's probably gonna make cookies, you know? Oh my shit. Bro, <laughs> moving back in with mom sounds kick ass, like a little bit kick ass. Not gonna lie. Yeah. That's, so, so that's actually really, um, that's actually really a unique situation. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, and this could just be because I didn't ask, but I don't know if we've had someone who's, you know, like a military partner um, on the stream before. What is like, what is that like? Does that, does, does that like, I guess, like, do you have any advice for folks that like might be military, like a military family or in the military when they're trying to do this or they're trying to like, relate to each other or even this long distance thing. I mean, shit, you've probably got piles of advice, man. I don't know, man, that that's tough. Like I like, uh, for me, uh, I'm, I, I love that. My wife is very much everything that I'm not like, yeah, I'm a that. very soft hearted pushover. And I, I view myself very empathetically and my wife can be empathetic, but she is a hard ass. She's a hard worker. She is also one thing that I'm not. She's a great coach. Mm. And I am like, someone asked me to do something. I'm like, uh, I don't really know how to explain this. And so anytime <laughs> that she has something like she just got a promotion and she's like, and uh, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And she's like, oh, I feel bad because I kind of took these people's positions because they weren't doing well. I'm like, well, don't. I, it's good that you're empathetic, but, you know, this is still a huge victory for you. And I, I don't I would just say, like, I support your significant other because uh. my wife supports the crap out of me, man. Like, I got kind of like a small victory um, the other day and I was letting her know and she was like super stoked. And she was like, uh, the one thing is, is like she says words like, hey, I'm an LPO. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, man. Like, uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, it, from a scale of one to ten, is that how good is that for you? And she'll be like, Oh, 11. And so I told her about this opportunity that came to me where someone's like, Hey, um, it, it was really cool. I can't, I don't think hey, I can can't say. talk about it. That's fine. It's a cool and, opportunity. Um, and, uh, I told my wife, I'm like, Oh my God. And she was like, on a scale of one to 10, I'm like 15. Whoa. Like, yeah. And she was like, Oh, I'm so excited for you. And like, uh, I guess she told people like what it was and they were like, Holy crap. That's amazing, man. And um, he's going to be yeah, the next I, Captain America. It's going to be wild. No, no, I wish. But uh, no, it, it was just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just very supportive of her and she's uh, ungodly supportive of me. And I always feel weird uh, because my wife is in the Navy hmm. and she's uh, she's a boatswain's mate. And like she, that, that's like the manliest of rank. Like they're like the like like the doers. Gotcha. And uh, and I'm over here. Playing video games, playing Fall Guys, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, that's I the, definitely that's the good shit, though. I mean, like the contrast when you when you find someone that really does match uh, their strengths, match your weaknesses, it really propels both of you. Um, you know, 
because it goes both ways. Like you were saying, you know, Amy, for me, Amy is very much like she's very rock solid, like strong person. And she's very low bullshit tolerance, which is like exactly what I need. Because if I'm like, oh, my God, I had such a crazy day. You won't believe blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and why does that matter? And I'm like, what? And she's like, no, like, why? Like, this is some random jackass on the Internet. Like, don't fuck. Stop yeah. thinking about them. Um, yeah, that's what exactly my wife would say. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this man on Twitter, dude. And she's like, what does it matter? Do you have your dogs? Do you have me? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and that's I think that's another thing that can happen um, when you stream all the time. And this is like with friendships or deeper relationships, you really there's this huge uh, pitfall of assigning yourself worth to how well you're performing on stream and then it becoming the only thing that you can think about all the time. Um, and when it's when all you can think about all your time is your stream, like you might still have friends, but they're gonna be like this person only fucking talks about their stream and like what's happening on stream and who what are you streaming next and like it's and then it becomes this like self-feeding cycle that we we believe that the only thing in the world that matters is the shit that's happening on our stream. Um, I don't know if anyone has gone as far down into that hole as I have um, in my past. But I that's a place that I had to dig myself out of because I I was just fucked up, man. Like I was I, I couldn't enjoy outside like i couldn't enjoy relaxing or taking a day oh, yeah. off i couldn't even enjoy you know like most people with work like even if they love their job if there's like oh shit a water main exploded i can't go to work today like you know if something like that happens and they're like i'm gonna fucking stay home and fucking eat a hundred edibles and watch lord of the rings right <laughs> and like but me i'm like this is fucking bullshit and i'm like on twitter yes. like i'm fucking whatever comcast you know what i'm saying yeah. And and just like raging about it. Um, and that's like so that's something I've been working on through this is like you can't allow the success or failure of one part of one thing that you're doing dictate everything. Um, so <sighs> fucking twitch. Uh, but <laughs> but the turn I, off, man. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. I think that that's an important lesson for absolutely everyone, especially you chat. If you're still awake, type one. Um, I think it's, I think it's important and it has transference like outside of streaming, obviously, like, like we all get caught up in our jobs and we all get caught up in what our relationship or a singular problem or like whatever. But remembering that there is more to life than that one thing that's happening is so important. And it's something I think that like we as broadcasters could really benefit a lot from if we take more time to like force ourselves to see the world that way. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not an easy thing to do, especially when you have, as you stated earlier, some random guy on Twitter or whoever in your shit all the time. How yeah. do you deal with trolls? Oh dude. I, <laughs> I, yo, uh, I, I, you know how like you, you hear kill him with kindness. Yes. I think I take that to like, make mr rogers look mean angry okay Where like someone comes in like hey i bet you could smell me coming with that big nose i'm like hey is everything all right man because i just view like dude there's a pandemic going on this dude might have got laid off from his job i am the one thing he's like oh he's, he's got a big nose i gotta let him know and i'm like dude you good and like i will probably gift you a sub 
Yes. I know that's weird. What the fuck? <laughs> this man is too this man's is too nice. Uh, but the thing is, it's just like I'm just assuming like everyone's having just like the worst year ever. And so like, you know, what if you know, what if like that one person just needed someone to vent to? That's what I kind of think. I, I don't think like any everyone could do that. I'm sure like, you know, to someone like Kit Bogo, whose chat, you know, just flies. Yeah. You know, he's not going to notice. And but like, you know, to most people, you know, you will see it. And, you know, like uh, being someone my size it's easier for that to stick around and chat more and i don't know i just try not to let that bother me and uh it's weird uh like i've been really trying to dive into uh like uh voice acting i'm really 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 yeah i'm trying to put my best foot forward with that and uh there's a voice actor who plays varix in uh, d2 and uh, uh his name is d bradley baker and uh, he had this thing where, like, you got to earn your armor. You got to know what rejection is for, like, the roles that you audition for. But I'm mm. like, dude, that's, like, that is 100% YouTube. That is 100% Twitch. That's like, true. if you're doing something shitty, you will know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that is a worse rejection sometimes than just, like, no, you didn't get the part. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? You know? the, crowd, the crowd is a very powerful critic. Right. And they're active on Twitch. You know, I... I Twitch is such an interesting medium to me because it's like a, a play or a stand up on a stage in a room filled with people. But if you're in a room filled with people, they shut the fuck up and let yeah. you do your show. But on Twitch, everyone can talk all the fucking time. They can talk when you're talking. They can talk in the middle of a joke and say, this joke fucking sucks. Like, yeah. you know, Omega and you're like, let me get to the fucking punchline. They're like, whatever. I hate you now. Fucking bye. I'm going to go watch so-and-so. Streamer X just started. On stri- they're on a sub-train anyway. Fuck face. Like, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> whatever these... Th- in the middle, in the middle of, you know, your your bit. And that is something that's, like, completely different. Yeah. Like, a completely different experience than, like, performing anywhere else. Um, So... I so you just like you just like if someone's trolling you, you just go, bro. Like I'm What's going sorry, on? you're What's having you? a bad day. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, wish I, I had the presence of mind to do that. I do sometimes, and I feel really good about myself afterwards. But uh, I can't remember to do it all the time. What do you think built that habit for you? Um, uh, ooh, I don't, I don't really know. I think, um. You know, my wife, sometimes when she would come home from work, she'd have really bad days. And, you know, like I would try to make her better. You know, maybe she's like really upset or maybe it was just like kind of diffusing situations at a school where like, you know, I wasn't the most popular kid. And I kind of got picked on, you know, because I moved a ton as a kid, like elementary school, moved three times, middle school twice, high school once. Yeah, it was a lot. And uh, yeah, it was a lot. And I think that I just was able to. A few situations just be like is everything all right you know i think that's where it came from is everything okay <laughs> yeah i think i don't know and uh the other thing was it's just like i guess like the radio background where just like just you have to like if my boss came in at me and he was like being a troll if you want to say i can't be like yo f you dude like i banned fire uh-huh. you know like and so i guess i got got used to just being like Yo, hard day, huh? 
that's such a that's such a good way to approach things like you so you you approach that with like gentleness um, i try to well i mean, I mean if it's something just statement if, if it's just something asinine yo banned but like yeah you know, you know if it's a mild yo i bet you could smell me coming over here man like is everything all right? You know, like it, like it wasn't even that offensive. You know, yeah. like <laughs> it's just a mean joke from a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Complete, complete side note. What are you binge watching right now to get through the pandemic? Oh, this is because everyone's uh, watching something. I don't watch much TV. Oh, what is so he just yeah. streaming? Uh, just streaming, yeah. And so, okay. um, I don't know if I can say this. I'm not going to say the state I live in. But uh, someone that helped me do something for a charity thing uh, gave me this thing from this other state that is legal there. Ah. And and uh, it was after July 4th. And you know what? I'm going to eat this gummy. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember I just I binge watch uh, that new uh, that new show that's on. Uh, talking about medical grade CBD. Check. Calm down. Yes. Medical grade CBD. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah, what it's on uh, HBO Max. Okay. It's uh, Brendan Fraser's in it. Oh, um, I know who that is. I know what that is. Is it good? Yeah. It's weird. I I, it I enjoyed weird. it with the Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it more it's with the medical more, grade. Yeah, when CBD. you're relaxed. Yeah, when you're relaxed, it's easier to enjoy things. Um but yeah, if I told you what I'm like watching now, it's like I, I'm taking like VO classes from like Steve Bloom and so, I so like you're just, just working like, on improving yourself right now, adding skills. I wouldn't say improving. I'm just like, I, the way I look at it is, um, like Sophie, my wife, is like doing like, dude, uh, she, okay, so wake up is at 5 a.m., uh-huh. breakfast is at 6, uh-huh. and then there's lunch and dinner, and then, but they don't get stopped, done working till 10 p.m. Holy shit. So the way I look at it is, okay, she's actually hustling, you know, doing something that she probably doesn't love. I'm doing something I enjoy and I'm just trying to make sure the best foot forward is put down and you know, she, ex- you know, excels in her job and you know, I can go and do the best I can. And then hopefully when she gets back, there's a little baby bless running around. Huh? That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. American so you're kind of taking this, you're kind of taking this time that you have where like, Honestly, I feel like if I was in the same situation, I'd just be really fucking depressed. Like, I don't know how oh, I'd be able I to get handle very it. Down. You get down? I, oh, yeah. Like, I can get very self-destructive. Um, and, sure. like, in... in well, it's, I think hard it come, it's hard when your significant other's not there, when that, that person that you lean on isn't there physically. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And uh, I will say, man, I'm lucky to have uh, three amazing doggos. My dog, Leia, is, like, the, just, just that, you know, that childhood, you know... You know, storybook dog that yeah. like you know follows you around is always there for you. Knows when you're sad. Knows when you have food. And uh, <laughs> no, yeah. she that dog is my best bud. And yeah, I, I get very uh, down to the point where like I did uh, reach out to like I said before, uh, seek counseling just, yeah. just to have someone to kind of vent to you and like say like, hey, is this normal? Because, it's so important. Uh, yeah, it's so yeah, important I, to be able to ask. Hey, I'm feeling this way. Do other people feel this way in an environment where you're not like where it's not like Twitch where everyone's like, I feel that way. I don't feel that way. You're insane. Wow. You're fucked up. Like, you know, like everyone's weird champ. Op- opinions. Yeah, yeah. Weird champ. <laughs> Pog this. 
like uh like yeah so so re- like reaching out to get that perspective is is key D- god i have so many so many follow-ups I interrupted you though. You, no, no. I just like uh, I. I remember uh, I was listening to your podcast before the pandemic was going on, and I, I reached out to you about it. And you were talking about. I think you said the exact same thing I said to my wife, and what I said to my wife. She was like, "Why are you so? Why are you so hard on yourself? Why do you hate yourself?" I'm like, "You don't." And she's like, "No." <laughs> and uh, and yeah. that's probably like the first sign I ever. It's a like, wake up man. call. Yeah. It's yeah, a wake up sure. call when you're when you realize that you what you think is going on in your head is normal. Um, and there's a lot of probably normal and I'll define normal as non harmful, uh, like normal things that are going on in there all the time. Um, but, you know, when your self critique turns into self degradation and then you erode your own value, which is definitely something I'm guilty of, too. Yeah. Um you you are in a place that is bad and it's and it's weird to say it to you you know someone you're like oh, i feel like shit today i'm such a piece of shit and then like why do you always say that and you're like because i'm a piece of shit why yes. would you say that about yourself i would never say that about myself and you're like what what yeah Everybody i'm right there with it, you. right yeah no so so you know i've i've been talking about it on my stream and i don't have a problem talking about it on the podcast like i i think that if you if you have the availability to talk to somebody right now, um, I think it's really important. I was reading an article about how, um, you know, like let's say you're an individual that didn't get laid off and you still have your job because you can work from home or whatever. And so you feel like you can't talk. You can't express your emotions, your feelings about like this pandemic. So you, you lie to yourself to believe that it's not affecting you. But like you still can't go outside. You still can't go to the movies. All of your routine has still been taken away. Like everybody is suffering in different ways. Um, And some people's suffering is undeniably greater than others. But we as humans, like sometimes we lean a little bit too much on empathy and we don't give ourselves a break. You know, we'll, we'll have understanding for everyone else. But when we have a problem, we're like, oh no, it's not as important as everyone else's shit. Um, And I think that, quarantines really push that to the forefront for myself and and you and i think for like a lot of folks right like so if you can find someone to talk to most people don't get help and uh and like they you can stumble your way through life and and like you know reach the finish line and everything but something i've i've learned a lot lately or been learning lately is that if i'm not appreciating like my day-to-day journey like if there isn't something if I'm not in a place in my life where I can do something every day that I'm looking forward to, I have I've I have failed to build a good life for myself. Um, if I feel like the only positive things that I get are like once a month, I'll take a day off and do nothing. If that if the other 29 days of my life are fucking garbage, then like that's not great. Like that's not an ideal situation. So, um, you know, I. Uh, for me, I spent a lot of time investing in my stream and no time investing in myself. Um, and so I've started investing in myself more and it's paid it's paid back a lot um, in happiness, which was something I thought I, I could only get, you know, once or twice a year <laughs> previously. Um, so, you know, that's that's been my experience and my journey with all of that stuff. But I want to ask you more questions about you. 
So do you, so do you, you feel like since your wife is in this like hard, like busting ass mode, do you feel like you're in a situation where you want to put in the same amount of hours because like, 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 do you feel like you're like in an incubator right now? Like, do you feel like you're creating a super, like you're, you're free to kind of like mess with the void and like figure out what's going on, like what you really want to do? Uh, I think he put it into like, uh, kind of, sort of, because uh, so before she was uh, in in Japan, you know, I'd try to combine what I do in like eight hours. You know, you get a YouTube video up, or I was doing two YouTube videos and a stream at a point, and like that, I was I was leaning myself into burnout, and then um, I just started doing a YouTube, uh, Twitch more. I'm like, whoa, I enjoy this more because I'm just like, you know, taking a little bit steps at a time, you know. And then I'm like, oh, I can make this the YouTube video from the stream. And but still, I was I would, you know, be working eight hours and my wife would always say, hey, when I come home at four, could you please just not be streaming? Right. Just spend that time. And mm. um, but you know what always happens at three fifty nine? That's mm. when the raid happens. And you're like, ah, ah. I, I just got, you know, like something like you got a kind raid. And you know what I mean? And like, yeah, you're like I, I have to push it and most of the time. Nine times out of ten. She'd be like, oh, I understand. Keep up the hustle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are the, those times where she's like, you know, I and need so, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, like we need to be together. It's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just looking at this as just like, you know, I have, you know, goals that I would I don't have like I'm looking at this as like I have the rest of this time to take care of some goals like you know train my dogs just a little bit better is one of them um you know so they come back and they're like absolutely perfect for you know Sophie um another thing is really just try to crank ass on you know a a dream of mine of doing voiceovers because like I know COVID's going on but like you don't have to be in LA or New York City anymore yeah and you really uh, don't and so I'm just like, I really, really, really just want to try to crank ass and, you know, put out, you know, videos and hopefully catch an eye of an agent that might put a script in front of, you know, Hideo Kojima or something. I don't know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying just to crank and do as much as I can and just, uh, you know, spend time with the, the pups, but just make sure that, you know only a few days off because i know next december when she gets you know home i don't want to be streaming all the time i don't want to be working all the time yeah you want to you want to have that that free space you know that's i mean that's that's i think that's ultimately what a lot of people work for is you know they love what they do but i think that that there's this at least I've been hearing it a lot more. Like there's this ideal where like, I want to be able to do this, but the way in which I do it is unsustainable. Like everybody's got a shelf life. Corey loves to say that. Like every content creator has a shelf life. You're going to be the biggest, whatever for a little while. And then you're going to eventually like it'll happen. And so you need to, you need to be working towards that next thing, even while you're in the middle of, of what you've got going on right now. And I, that's really cool. It's also like, is it cool, scary that you have a deadline? Um, I'm looking at that deadline because I view this year <laughs> as like, it is the fastest slow year of my life. Like yeah. it, 2020, it feels like a decade. 
But why I say it's like the fastest slow one, because I'm like, what? It's freaking August. But at the same time, it feels like the worst things take. It feels like they last years. But like the happy, good celebration things, they last five minutes. Yeah. And then just back to, oh, you know. And so I'm just I'm just trying to distract myself as much as I can. And and uh, I, I know it sounds so cheesy, but ever since I put like that, I am going to try my best to do that VO stuff. Um, I've been like waking up at like 5 a.m. That's all I can think about. I like crank out uh, auditions on like voices.com and like send. I was like sending emails out last night to like agencies. I'm like, here's my demo, man. Like and, and like going to like voice actors and finding like where their agents are. And I just keep myself distracted with that. And I feel like the excitement I have for that is how I was when I started doing YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. You know, like working that job where I don't hate what I do, but like, you know, you have that job and, but all you can think about is, you know, that thing. And yeah, I know that was like a weird segue, but no, no, I think that, I think it's really cool. Like when you find that thing that is your passion, you hook onto it. Like it wakes you up at night, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's this drive to like really make it happen. What, what, so like you're getting started in voiceover stuff right now. And I have no doubt that you're going to be successful because it sounds like you've, you're building systems to help, you know, work yourself every day towards that goal. Right. So like what, what, uh, what, how do you get started? Like, so uh, like that's probably a question that you're going to get the rest of your life. So I'm going to ask it first. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, how I got started was, like I said, like I was in radio first and, uh, my goal in radio was not doing Twitch or YouTube. It was 100% doing VO. And um, the thing is, is like, I, I'm just now understanding, you know, how like agents work and stuff. But back then, dude, I thought like, you know, you go to Warner Brothers or Cartoon Network and that's how you get into VOs. Yeah. I thought like radio people could get this. Um, and uh, yeah, I would just uh, go through and I would get um, uh, like a sales guy would be like, hey, we have this thing for the sleep. Uh, it's called Sleep World, this mattress firm. And uh, they ha- they can't use Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore because like he had this thing happen to him. We need a new character. And I pitched for days about doing Christopher Walken for. Him. I'm like, I can do a good Christopher Walken. Yes, <laughs> let me read this. And so I I pitched this guy uh, and I wrote the script. I did everything. It was Christopher comma walking around. You know this mattress. Yeah, firm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it became like this weird character, and it got sent to all the radio stations. And at that moment. Because it's on all the radio stations in, you know, central PA. I was like, whoa, I made a cartoon kind of. It's like, you know, an yeah. audio drama or whatever. Yeah, and it's like fucking stupid. Dope. And uh, I was like, I just knew at that point I want to go through and kind of that was the always the 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 dream, the passion for me. And uh, yeah, I mean, like Troy Baker, I remember when he got to voice uh, Batman in um, the, that Arkham Origin I was like, man, I want to be Troy Baker, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, of course and so, you do. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, who doesn't? But, but yeah, and I got uh, lucky. Uh, I uh, so out of radio, I found like weird little niche things. Uh, Voices.com is one thing that you can join. It costs money to join, but you get auditions and like there was a Pokemon toy on there. Uh, there's weird video games, uh, video game that got uh premiered on uh not devolver but pc gaming mm-hmm. this year or that magazine yeah uh that trailer was auditioned on that website and so when i saw it, i'm like oh i remember that and so yeah like anybody can do it you just need to be able to have you know a decent mic 
and you know maybe some sound dampening and just kind of take the leap you never yeah. know record like i just i i when i it was something i looked into for a while and i just felt like you're just recording demos like constantly like just always sending your voice out to people yeah or is that and not, is now that i don't i don't know how it works and that's the thing is <laughs> like i know how voices.com works and like hey here's an audition yeah please hire me and um so like my my thing is is like hey um, here's this new anime trailer that hasn't had a dub yet. Okay, well, what I'll do is like I'll take it into Adobe Audition. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe find the OST that's available on YouTube, or find something from like you know royalty free, match it up, put the sound effects in or something, and like you know try to do those voices. And like I do it on uh, stream because I feel like hey, if I ever did get an opportunity to be in front of you know a casting director or you know voiceover dudes, like might as well get used to people staring at you and yeah, what's yeah, a right. better coach than you know someone saying what is this weird champ the you internet know, like, you know? yeah yeah exactly and so um yeah i did that and then uh it, it was cool because not only is it twitch content but it could be content that could go on youtube or twitter and i'm like well that could attract a agent that i did the one thing uh for bungie just because i'm like well i'm like i haven't pl- you're going to hate this, but I was like, I haven't played Destiny in a minute and I don't want to play Destiny. Uh-huh. Well, I'll just try some, you know, characters that haven't. Yeah. So I made a tweet. It was like, hey, give me some cool unvoiced uh, characters. They sent it. I got the lore tabs up and I just like read them on stream and uh, uh, like Mythrax. I tried to do what D. Bradley Baker did with Varix, like the whole like <sighs> weird, like, you know, how yeah, he weird thing. voice stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I basically finished the audio on stream and then I'm posted the video i didn't think anything would happen but a lot of people like kind of shared it and that was cool yeah. and i'm like this might be the ticket to get in front of an agent who yeah. knows that's yeah. great so it's really cool things are so different so you basically like you get the job by doing the job yeah like that's your approach and i doing think the that business of doing the business yeah. yeah right like you just you're there until someone notices like i i think that there's a lot of um in small business or in content creation, like if you just keep doing it for a while, like that is a credit unto itself. Like if you have a moderately sized YouTube channel or like you're growing it and then if it blows up, everyone's like, damn, this person was doing this for eight years and, and yeah. no one saw them. And then all of a sudden, kaboom, like the biggest person on the planet. And and all, most of the time it's because when you're willing to stick it out that long, you're you are doing the job that you want to be doing every yes. day and improving upon yourself so i think that's really cool and it's also a really interesting approach to to getting voice acting work i can't wait until it pays off because i know it's going to it's just uh, too smart yeah. of a strategy to not like it's just it's so it utilizes everything about the internet to to get you know what you want i think it's smart I, like like what you said earlier about you know the shelf life and like man, I know I have a shelf life 100% as a content creator. I'm yeah. like, well, you know, like, you know, while I have it, I might as well use it for my dream, right? I mean, I'm not, you know, hurting anybody by posting a, you know, a stupid voiceover thing. And if someone thinks it's cringy, oh, well, man, if yeah, don't whatever, like POs, it's, yeah, cringe. It, but, yeah, but like, I don't know. I think everybody deserves the right to shoot their own shot. And man, you know, yeah. shoot for the... Shoot for the sky, man, as long as you're not hurting anybody. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to to deal with all of the cringe people. But I, I think it's more important to just get your shit out there and pay attention to the people who like it. 
You know, yeah. if you if you spend your time editing your content to be something that people who are going to hate you no matter what like, you're never going to win. But True. if you put out better and better versions of what people enjoy about you, then like it's just nothing but success, period. Like it's just going you're just going to keep winning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited. So um, I'm uh, as as many people know, I was, you know, in the hospital this week. So I'm I'm sorry we don't get more time, but I'm trying to respect my my body's signals to me. Oh, no worries. Um, no worries. I totally understand. But I do want to ask. So two things at the end. One, what is if you wanted to talk about something when you came on tonight, like, please share that. Like if it's a message, if it's an idea, you know, whatever you want to leave people with. And then after that, plug the shit out of all the stuff you're doing. OK. Oh, that's yeah. tough. Uh, one, uh, I guess I just like I, I'm going to I'm going to be cheesy. I, I want to say thank you because it is a huge honor. Uh, second honor is like you. I I, I kind of want to talk to you about like that thing I we talked about. Like, wait, you don't hate yourself. I just remember you saying like uh, saying something like that. I'm like, whoa, this guy gets me. Like, I remember hearing <laughs> that. Like, I was just like randomly stream, like going through Twitch channels. and I heard that I'm like, whoa, um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't really have a message, but, uh, yo, just I know this year sucks. But, hey, if there's anything that you can do to improve yourself, improve your life, do it. You deserve happiness and you are loved. And uh, yeah, my name is uh, Kyle or Blessius. And uh, yeah, you can find me on youtube.com forward slash Blessius. But I stream more on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Blessius. And uh, who knows, maybe you'll at, see me in, on an anime in 2022. Yeah, and at Blessius everywhere else. That's B L E S S I O U S. Okay. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Chat, thank you so much for watching tonight. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening on YouTube, I'm so tired. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or in the podcast platforms, thanks for listening. As always, the only thing I want you to do with this podcast is share it with somebody who you thought of today. Uh, somebody you are like, oh, they need to hear this or this might help them or they'll think this is neat. That's what I want. Share it with that person. Uh, if you want to rate or subscribe or anything else, that's awesome. Uh, please, though, check out other podcasts. We have podcasts coming out all the time now we have star wars and scotch we have this we have the jam and we have a new anime podcast called studio blank um that's run by paul and uh a bunch of really cool guys so please check that out i don't know enough about anime to talk intelligently about it but they do um i'm professor broman you can check me out at professor broman anywhere uh and we have had blessius on who has shared some incredible wisdom this is definitely an episode that i would go back and listen to again uh because You're too a, kind, man. a lot of really good nah you just kept saying really information dense packed stuff so i want to make sure people like go in oh yeah because i didn't get to ask all the questions i wanted to um <laughs> anyway <laughs> no it's fine yeah, get really angry at my intestines. It's their fucking fault. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.